0: how dare you eat food
1: you know Mm. here's the thing i haven't eaten yet so i'm still suffering
0: welcome to geeks without god with molly glover nick glover and tim wick
2: we're geeks we're geeks we're geeks without god we're geeks we're geeks we're geeks without god we don't recognize moral authority we don't accept divine superiority geeks
3: without god this week on geeks without god we have mark sherman with us to discuss the new marvel series on disney plus moon knight we do as always spoil the shit out of it so beware we're
2: geeks we're geeks we're, we're geeks. geeks without god we're geeks. we're geeks we're geeks without god we're geeks geeks without god
0: Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Molly Glover, joined as always by my co-hosts, Nick Glover. Hey, hey. And Tim Wick. Hello. And today we are joined by the mysterious and single personality, Mark Sherman. And uh, much
1: like Moon Knight, I'm asking you nerds for my goddamn money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We are going to talk about the Disney Plus show, Moon Knight. Uh, So the Marvel Show on Disney Plus, Moon Knight. If you have not seen it, we are going to spoil it. This is your chance to b- gracefully go, oh man, I guess not for me this week. And turn it off and then go watch Moon Knight. It's not very long. And then come back. It would take you not even a whole afternoon. Yeah. You could just watch the whole thing.
4: Six like 25-minute episodes.
2: 25 to
0: 35. Yeah. yeah. Take, take it, take it down. All right, come back. And here we go. Hooray for Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight is a character I very much like. Uh, but I've only read a little bit of Moon Knight, and so I was very excited to see the show, and I thought it was great. Personally, yeah. what did you guys think, in general, of the show Moon Knight?
1: Uh, yeah, best Indiana Jones movie since uh, at least Temple of Doom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
3: I will argue since, since Last Crusade, but nonetheless... Okay, that's- yeah, fair.
1: I like *Last Crusade* an awful yeah.
3: lot. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm I I think it was the the best Mummy movie since the first Mummy movie. Sure. Uh, not not sure. the uh, not the Universal movie, but the Brendan Fraser, Rachel Wise Mummy movie. Yeah. Uh,
4: I dug it. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot to like, and yeah. there's a lot that they uh, were influenced by that's really good.
0: I thought there were some really fucking cool practical effects and some very cool I don't know I liked the VFX I liked the uh the mm-hmm. costume designs and all the Egyptian stuff was very neat.
1: I I really enjoyed the costume designs for most of this, yeah.
0: They did a pretty
4: good job of cuz you know he gets his powers from a, an Egyptian god but he's obviously not an Egyptian dude. Right? I think they did a pretty good job of of walking that fine line of not full on like crazy cultural appropriation.
0: They also didn't cast a white guy, which helps.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, goes a little bit. Goes a little bit.
4: But it helps that they had a a co-star that that represented.
0: Yes. Uh Tim, what did you think? Overall? You know, I,
3: I uh I enjoyed it a lot. I like the Egyptian aesthetic that uh I mean I, I enjoy that in a lot of a lot of films definitely really enjoyed it in this show. And uh, yeah, I I really appreciated the fact that uh, they didn't they didn't shy away from that that cultural piece of it, and it didn't feel like they were they were appropriating Egyptian culture uh, so much as as respecting. So, and and it's not yeah. really it's 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 ancient history, right? It's ancient Egyptian culture, but right. but it, it was respecting that ancient Egyptian culture rather than than trying to. Approached it in a really cringeworthy way, especially when you've got a character who who is Egyptian and who mm-hmm. gets to represent for that later in the film. And I, I thought yeah. that was well done.
0: Yeah, that line where the, the little girl is like, Are you an Egyptian superhero? To Layla? and she's like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. That was that was dope. I really, I really liked that.
1: Well, and they just did such a phenomenal job of divorcing this show from the most problematic aspects of a comic created in the 1970s. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. They they I feel I feel like they, I don't have DID, but I feel like they handled the dissociative identity disorder situation uh well. In that they they no one said split personality. Nobody uh, acted like you know they didn't do the really tropey like they did in that movie with um, uh, uh, Xavier. I can't think of the name right now. You're talking
1: about the M Night Shyamalan film. uh, I am talking about the M Night Shyamalan
0: film where it was yeah they they you know he was two distinctly different personalities, but they were they they didn't it didn't feel. It didn't feel like, oh, now it's time to cook, so the cooking personality comes out or anything oh. like that. It felt inconvenient to him.
1: Wait, how how many distinct personalities? Well, three,
0: <laughs> which was made very clear by the opening credits. And I was very mad uh, they left it until the, the last through, well, stinger bit. Three they kept
4: three the there, there, there are people that say that uh, you know, all the conju shit is bullshit, and that's just number four.
0: I feel like this show made the Kanjiu shit pretty yeah. clearly well, real. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they <laughs> yeah. made that
3: pretty clearly not a fourth.
4: Yeah, it, it was very unambiguous throughout the show. Yeah,
1: the, the, the
0: comics the it's ambiguous. Kanjiu
4: is
2: well,
1: actually it's 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 no longer very ambiguous in the comics. And I, I know we don't want to get too much into yeah. the weeds on that these right now, but it's it's they've divorced the character from DID almost entirely, at least from the last mm. part that I ran, read mm. of all of this. And really, it's more like. Khonshu was grooming him from childhood and it broke his brain along in the process, but he's not, he's not got DID. He's got personalities that represent
4: the different aspects of Khonshu, uh and right. his powers. Interesting. That's uh, I, I get it. It's a, it's a safer play, maybe mm. uh, easier to do fun comic book shit with and not, yeah. not, not that it doesn't come at the expense of, Anyone out there with, that actually struggles with D.I.D.?
0: Well, and now they don't have to hire sensitivity readers and actually do their fucking due diligence uh, yeah,
4: with it better, either. They can, just, they can
0: just be like, yeah. it's magic.
4: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, uh, I I dig that. I also dig that in the comics, the different looks he has, the different outfits he has, has aren't necessarily tied to a specific... Identity. Oh, or, okay. so, or
1: or
0: yeah, yeah
4: yep. personality. But so, suit
0: Moon Knight is not Stephen Grant necessarily.
4: No, but I like that it is.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a distinct improvement on what they do in the comics, where it's just all of a sudden he's just wearing a suit. You know, like
0: just because like he needs to be in a suit, or just because it's random. He just it shows, shows up in the comic choice. wearing it. Yeah, oh boy, yeah.
3: it's a well, it's a great like, it's like a great Warnelis. storytelling visual thing that that they do in the show. Of agreed whoever whatever suit we see is the personality that's in control that's smart well, and, that's smart storytelling
1: and honestly the way they introduced it was hilarious that was my biggest joke laugh in the entire entire show yeah when
0: some of the suit some of the, the suit and it's just like <laughs> oh for god's sake you know like, yeah, just i i really uh uh okay so i i loved oscar isaac Stephen grant yeah. Stephen Grant. Uh, I absolutely thought he was he was it was. Excellently done uh, mm-hmm. accent wise, at least, I mean, to my non I'm not English, but, you know, it sure sounded great to me and his mannerisms. And he really is. I think this this show really just showcases what a good actor Oscar oh, yeah. Isaac is. Honestly, yeah. like, he was such a, a win for them on, in this show. I, I can't think of any. I mean, he played both. He, he played tough guy and super sensitive, very not tough guy in equally believably.
4: Yeah. I, uh, they were, they were, you know, very clearly different people, not Oscar Isaac just being yeah. silly or serious. Or-
0: oh, okay. So, uh, uh, Real, since it'll, it'll spawn conversation We can talk about different things This was only six episodes So it's really just like a. It's almost like the same length as Endgame <laughs> Honestly <laughs> it's, it's like a really long Marvel movie So let's I would like to talk about like, like let me know what your favorite If you had a favorite scene Or a favorite part And I'm going to start Because my very favorite part honestly, I think was the opening scene, which I can't get out of my head, which is the uh, ceremonial Ethan Hawke's character ceremoniously taking a glass and breaking it up into shards and then putting the shards into some sandals. And you're like, what? And sliding his feet in very carefully. And then that sound when he stood up and just no, and every scene he's in, you can yeah. hear it. You can't. I mean, it's 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 layered, yeah. and so, so you don't always hear it exactly, but you can hear the crunch, crunch
4: even when they're fighting of his steps. You can hear it.
0: Oh my god, that! I, I loved the show. There are a lot of parts I liked as well, but like that stuck with me so hard, and I feel like that set such a tone for the show. It it was just fucking great. I, yeah, that's
1: that sound was my needles on a chalkboard moment. For <laughs> yeah. uh, very I felt it every single time I heard that noise.
4: Uh, I I really like the um, the in his head uh, psychiatric institution. Mm. scenes that i think start around mm-hmm. the the fifth episode i think it's basically uh, when, the entirety of episode five and a little bit of episode. It, it, four. yeah 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 mm-hmm. where after yeah. he gets plugged um that is borrowing from some of my favorite moon knight comics but i think visually on its own it's really cool there's all these you know the goldfish the rubik's cube the cupcakes like there's East all guys. these all these things that we've seen throughout the entire show are present in this uh this asylum uh even the um the the living statue uh robot guy is is present there um and that that's uh crowley who is uh, a moon knight comics character he's uh Uh, a guy that one of, you know, Mark's street informant type guys or or helper guys or Mm -hmm. spiritual guidance guys in an institution sometimes. But yeah, that, I thought that all was great. I think uh, the, I could have done with a little bit more of the, what's real, what's not real, um, you know, layered, like unreliable narrator stuff. I'm not surprised that they didn't go that way, but we did get some of it with the institution scenes. And I was, I was glad for it.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Tim,
4: Uh, I think my
3: favorite part was in the first episode uh, when we have an action scene where we never see the action. And I was watching it with Alex and he said the great thing about it is, you know, you have these these blackout moments and. And he comes back, and you know exactly what happened. You didn't. They didn't. They didn't didn't show it. But that you come back, and the camera pans away, or the camera, you know, turns out of the 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 speeding truck to show you what's going on. You're like, I know what just happened over the last minute and a half without ever seeing it. And that was that. That to me is like years of development within the MCU and years of development of a language that allowed you to be that confident in not showing me the action scene, but knowing that I knew exactly what happened anyway. Right.
0: It really it also really like I was saying, talking about setting the tone, it really set the, the stage and the tone for what it was like to be uh, Stephen Grant, you know, like, and yeah. how it was like, mm-hmm. just to like blackout, wake up gun in your, like the gun that was just pointed at you that was making you your bowels run with fear. And you were like, Oh God, this is where I die. And then the next thing, you know, guns in your hand, everyone dead, you're running and you're just like, Oh shit. You know, like it's super, it was super great.
4: I think it's great that our, our uh, entry point to this story and to these characters isn't even the real Character. It's not Mark. It's, yes. it's Steven. That's yes. our our book confused every man that is, mm-hmm. you know, ignorant yeah. of the situation as we are, is this, you know, fake guy.
0: Mark, what about you? What was your favorite favorite scene, favorite part? So I think for me, it was how they handled
1: the uh kind of the origin of of Moon Knight. Um, you know, they didn't get into too much of the details on it, but that's definitely one of the more more difficult aspects of the character to handle in terms of the origin of him. And I think they did a really, a really careful job of, you know, again, giving him, giving him a reason to be there, introducing mm-hmm. him as morally gray, but not, you know, a monster.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and And, you know, putting him, putting him in the impossible situation of not wanting to die, when the hallucination of an ancient Egyptian god promises <laughs> you unlimited power to be his avatar on on this plane um you know like like Nick said, I could have done with an awful lot more of is Kanshu real
2: mm-hmm. um
1: you know that's that's a central part of some of my favorite runs on on the character, yeah, but you know, the way that they built all of this up and leaning into the, the Egyptian mythology of it, I think really his origin is so much more cleaner than it's ever been in the comics. And and I like that, like I've, Moon Knight has historically been kind of a joke up until the early <laughs> yeah. 2000s. It's true. Um, when, when they started to get really serious about it and they they put a very grim, dark artist that, uh, you know, abandoned Marvel for image back in the day and then came back into the fold. And, you know, the, the guy that Marvel puts on all of their dark comics, like Thunderbolts <laughs> and shit yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. When when they need someone to draw a lot of shadows and blood, um, and <laughs> you know this managed to walk that line of being dark and light at the same time. It was an interesting choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I too. The first episode had a whole lot of is this really happening. Mm -hmm. uh, going on with, uh, uh, Steven, you know, going to the security guy and being like, you know, let me, I'll show you, I'll show you what was happening. And it's like just him running from nothing and things aren't even being crashed or broken other than when he Mm -hmm. runs into them, which I, I was like, Oh, this, they're going to do this whole, like, what is going on? Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think they, they, the, so the guy who developed this, uh, show, is also one of the people who uh, created and developed uh, Umbrella Academy, as well as. Hang on, I just had it. He did Umbrella Academy, and he did the Fantastic Four movie and the Death Note movie, hmm. and I guess some. There's an Exorcist show that he did as well. So, uh, it's kind of a variety, but he he's had work developing comics. You know into a television series before and i think that umbrella academy similarly took a lot of stuff from the comics and made it cleaner for the show so i think maybe that just might be this jeremy slater's thing
4: television audience
0: yeah yeah uh so was there anything that you guys did not enjoy or that you wish they'd done differently or that you just found yourself being like thumbs down i don't like this
4: My, my biggest complaint is so petty <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know we love petty
4: complaints uh, here. And get to that guy. My my biggest complaint is that, as we've kind of discussed a, a little bit from the credits themselves, from the very beginning of this show, they they make it pretty clear that there are three personalities. Yeah, there are, there are three people at play here. And my 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 biggest grumble is that Jake Lockley wasn't revealed until the very very. Until after the show, basically. Yeah, and and I get it, and that's fine, and it was revealed to good effect, I guess.
1: But <laughs> I like, mean, they I did really tease I, it like three times. Yeah, right? where
4: violence occurs, and they're both like, "Well, what did you do? What did you do?" You mm-hmm. know, and the we, the third sarcophagus. Yeah, third sarcophagus that that you, you know, it was
3: gonna be it was gonna be my f- biggest frustration too. Is it's there? There are times where it's like, I felt like how dumb are these guys to not figure out <laughs> that mm-hmm. there's a big part of their psyche that they haven't figured out yet. It's like, there was another sarcophagus, man. You found one of your personalities in a mm-hmm. sarcophagus. What the fuck did you think would be in another sarcophagus? Yeah. There, you know, and there's a point where both of you black out and it's never, there's never a moment where you're like, holy fuck, who else is in here with us? Yeah. Mm. Um, And that, that bothered me just that, I mean, yeah, a lot of what's going on is confusing and they're they're dealing with a lot of shit as we discover through the course of this series. But I still felt like they shouldn't be that fucking stupid.
4: (laughs) But the reveal was super good. And, you know, Jake being brought out still under Kanju to 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 kill the the guy at the end, you know, Mm. despite Mark saying letting him go and all that, like, perfect. Pitch perfect, Jake Lockley, perfect. You know, I I, yeah. I love all that. I just wish they had found a way to do it sooner.
0: Yeah, I I uh, I will just pile on here because my frustration was the part where uh, they're weighing their heart <laughs> on the scale, and the heart doesn't weigh because they haven't. They don't have it doesn't, it's not it's not it's not whole. Reasons. And I'm like, and I'm like, right, because you guys need Jake Lockley. Right. They haven't they haven't yeah, uncovered that. Right? And then that wasn't it. And the heart was whole. And it was like once well, they got rid of Steven's well, heart. Well, hold on. Cause like, <laughs> wait a minute. And I was I was thinking guy. the same
3: thing. I was Ooh. like, and so
0: that- I was like, they got to
3: open that other sarcophagus in order to balance
1: the scales, don't they? they Sure, seemed like the right option, didn't right? Right?
0: Yeah, and then they didn't, and it was yeah. And I agree. Like, if you are a personality who you know, when you black out, the other guy takes over, and then you're both like, that wasn't me. It feels like it would be a pretty quick jump to, right? So, which is the guy who did it? Uh, So, yeah, I I, Mark, did you have a a non-Jake Lockley? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or did you want to jump on this dog pile? <laughs> um,
1: you know, I mean, you've you've covered the ground on there as well yeah. as you can. No, I mean I think, I think there were a couple of moments in there where I feel like characters made plot-based decisions. Mm. And uh and you know, that's tangential to to all of this, you know. But at the at, I mean, yeah, the the Jake Lockley thing was was the most egregious of these things because it's such a honestly it's a rug pull you know they 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 build up all of this stuff they leave all of these clues here and instead of revealing it at the moment where it makes the most sense to do so plot wise they hand wave it and they move on Mm -hmm. up until the end credit scene and uh i don't know yeah It wasn't handled poorly. It was just too obvious. And even if you hadn't read the comics, the signs were
0: all there. Yeah. Yeah. Every episode. I I also, so this whole time, they were saying Moon Knight, limited series. Mm. Moon Knight, six episode, limited series. They changed that from limited series to just like series season one or something. It
4: was they had a tweet the first time it happened that people noticed was they had a tweet that said something, something, something series finale, limited series Mm -hmm. finale. And they deleted the tweet and tweeted the exact same tweet out with, season finale finale.
0: which is very frustrating because Mm -hmm. like like that means like don't tell me like i get excited when it's like we're gonna tell a complete story in six episodes that's exciting to me that is like no one does that anymore because fucking capitalism so i was actually very excited that we were just gonna get this dope ass self-contained moon night story and then when jake lockley shows up in the last fucking 10 seconds it's like oh Okay. So we're going to get season 2 probably. And that's fine like i mean, in ex- I'll I'll watch he's, it but
4: he's just going to the next time we see him he's already a member of the new Avengers. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I will say one thing I do really like about what they did with Jake Lockley is that uh Oscar Isaac gave him that he speaks Spanish. Yeah. That Jack, Jake Lockley speaks Spanish because that is a great Holy. way to differentiate him from the other two. Yeah. Uh and that's something that Oscar Isaac can do that he can bring to it as yeah. opposed to it being like no, Jake Lockley's the tough talking in New York guy but Mark Spector is the Chicago guy. <laughs> so they're actually very different, you yeah. know.
4: I guess uh, Something I (laughs)
1: hadn't realized Oh go ahead uh, No but which one of the personalities Was in a series of Christian Ska bands when they were just trying to break out (laughs) (laughs)
4: uh, Something I hadn't realized Until I was reading around online And uh, read an an interview with um, The lead director uh, Mohamed Diab Uh, So The uh, Layla's character When she is becomes uh taurat's uh avatar she is a a revisioning of a marvel character from the comics the scarlet scarab mm-hmm. i didn't put that together it's yeah. there is a reddish scarab on her on her the front of her costume and they her call others
0: yeah.
4: the, the red scarf her father's nickname for her is little scarab mm-hmm. and so sh- that is that isn't just a new thing that is Uh, an established comics thing that is a a newer, really, really weak ass comics thing that they've made pretty cool.
0: Uh, So if we are going to get a season two, let's just all pretend we are. Uh, Let's say that this was season one. There's going to be a season two. Mm. Uh, What would you want to see? Tim, what would you want to see in a Moon Knight season two? Oh my God, you're asking me first. I still don't know I anything. About, I don't
3: know anything about Moon Knight. It's hard. I know that's, to, why that's, I wanna, that's why I want. That's why I want to ask yeah. you first because, like, the, be all you
0: all you've seen is the show. So, like, as uh, you know, what what do you want to see more of? And and like, you know, what do you hope we don't see more of? Or, you know, I, I guess is kind of what I'm looking for. Uh, I think
3: one of the things that I Regularly love to see with the with the Marvel series, especially, is that the enemies are not always world-breaking enemies, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in this one, basically everybody in the world is gonna be judged and sent to hell, uh or not.
0: Such huge stakes, uh, you know, it they, won't happen. They're
3: huge stakes, but like the mm-hmm. thing I liked about Hawkeye was really it was about whether or not Hawkeye was going to get home to his family for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and and sometimes superhero stories can be about small victories, not saving the earth. So, mm-hmm. I guess I would like to see because what I liked more than anything else in this series, aside from that action scene in the beginning that wasn't an action scene. <laughs> was that exploration of who these characters are. Why does Steven mm-hmm. exist in the first place? Yeah. And and finding out why Jake exists in addition to these two, the discovery of that character and making the series, making making the, the second season more about that growth rather than how they're going to save the world and how they need Jake to do it.
0: Yeah. Would be,
3: I think a, an interesting way to go.
0: I think that would be really cool because like so Mark Specter is a mercenary who specializes in wet work. So why does he need someone who does even worse murdering:
4: Well, like why is he's there, ethical?
0: So okay, yeah. so, but so like so he needed a personality who was able to do ineth- unethical, yeah. like, m- morally bankrupt murdering. Uh, he needed that bad enough that he split rather than you know that's yeah. interesting yeah. and I was I agree Tim I think that would be really cool to explore. Uh and because it wouldn't just be I don't mean to make this sound like oh just you know so so blase as horrifyingly violent child abuse but you know that's a pretty typical you know reason someone ends up with DID in the movies right is because sure. they got they got mm-hmm such a terrible abuse uh, trauma from their it, parents but yeah. it was
1: his mom oh
0: days. happy mother's <laughs> day. again happy mother's day everybody from marvel <laughs> happy mother's day doctor strange and the in the multiverse <laughs> got great moms marvel's giving examples yeah. <laughs> of great moms right now um yeah okay cool uh mark what would you like to see in a season two
1: dracula has he wanted to
0: give you his fucking his money?
1: <laughs> uh, that's 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 a bullshit answer. It is funny, but it is <laughs> worth remembering that like Moon Knight came out of Marvel's attempt to recreate the universal monsters uh, in comic book form. Like he got started in a comic book called Werewolf by Night. Um, <laughs> Which, you know, of course, werewolf by night. They don't come out by day. Um. <laughs>
3: which, which doesn't make um, any sense because sometimes there's a full moon during the day and it should still work. But anyway, that's a different <laughs> episode. Think. Werewolf
4: yeah, yeah. by day is just a show about a guy at work who's really tired all the time.
0: <laughs> werewolf by day, college student by night.
1: <laughs> um. uh, no, uh, real answer. Yeah, I'd like to see Bushman. I'd like to see the the story between um, Moon Knight and his um, his his old army friend who got him into the mercenary business and then um, betrayed him. I'd like, yeah. you
0: know, the one that killed Layla's dad, right in yeah. the in the show.
1: Yeah, uh, unless that I was Jake.
0: Hmm, he saw yeah. that happen. did he? Yeah.
1: Uh, um, yeah, you know yeah, I just, they, I'd they like do name see- him in that in that part for sure. Mm-hmm. I I just like to see Moon Knight tear someone's face off, and yeah. then for Konshu to come back and haunt him, uh, you know, using the body of his greatest fear yeah. without a mm-hmm. face. That's what I'm uh, here for. Cool. You know, right. right. yeah, Nick, uh,
4: Nick. So what I would love to see is uh, there was a there was where the Mister Suit. Outfit the Moon Knight outfit mm-hmm. comes from is a Mister uh, Knight. Mister uh, Warren Ellis did a six issue little mini series of Moon Knight comics in 2014. That's absolutely wonderful. You don't mm-hmm. need to know anything to pick it up, and it's a done as an anthology. Each each issue is a different story of Moon Knight solving supernatural problems as Khonshu's avatar, the protector of travelers at night because Khonshu is the traveler.
0: And your library probably has it. And,
4: and I'm sure your library has this. But uh, it's great. What I would love is an anthology. Each episode is a self-contained story by a different director mm. that is Moon Knight and his various personalities uh, uh, doing something. And it could be like, oh, there's a house that's haunted by ghosts and, you know, it's uh, people are getting, like, uh, displaced people are getting abducted and and uh, by these ghosts or whatever because they're staying in this abandoned building. And, and who are you going to call? And who are you going to call? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, yeah. That doesn't
3: I, work as well. Moon, they mister. Could, they could
4: easily do a werewolf episode. They could do, you know, mm-hmm. you could, uh, mm-hmm. Dracula, that big fucking nerd, could finally give him his money. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I think that'd be really great. And it wouldn't, We'd get more Moon Knight. The first season would still be a limited series because this would be different. This would be a Moon Knight anthology show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that it would be really fun to see people do different things with that theme, with the themes of Moon Knight, because there's so much cool stuff you could do. Mm -hmm. Rather than try to do it all in one story, you could do it all in six stories.
3: Yeah. You know, Uh, you know, back before J.K. Rowling fucked everything up, I always thought the best thing she could have done with the Harry Potter universe was start editing anthologies of Harry Potter universe stories where it didn't have to be about Harry Potter. They could just be about the wizarding Mm -hmm. world in general and get authors who wanted to write shit in that universe to write it. So I love that idea, Nick. I just I I would love to see that with with other Marvel characters. I'd love to see Mm -hmm. somebody somebody say, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a limited edition series, six episodes. And hand a bunch of directors and say you can make a story about any Marvel character you want,
0: mm-hmm,
3: you know. Mm-hmm. We'll, and 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 it'll, well, it,
0: and it'll still be in continuity. Just yeah. just you know, figure out when it happens so it still has to happen. You know, it happens between this and this, right? Like it's yeah. Right. yeah. But
3: it's got yeah. it's got to be forty five minutes or less. It's, it's yeah, you know, yep. self-contained. Story. Get
4: some damage control or, stories in there.
1: Arguably, I guess that's what they tried to do with what if up until they decided. Mm, no, this is all continuity.
0: But that's the we're thing. Yeah, all, what if? We're what all if building? Yeah, what what I don't like is I don't want it to be just alternate universe. I From want it away. to be the stories that happen in sure. between the movies that we didn't right. see. Like mm. you know, maybe there was one time that Captain America decided to help his neighbor kid find their cat. You know, and it's, yeah. it sounds dumb, but it ended up being a whole thing, right? Like, there was an animal smuggling ring, or who knows, right? I, like, I mean,
1: the,
4: I, they do that in the comics
1: all the time. I know, I are know. Those some of the yeah. best
4: stories. Like, uh, uh, the Pulse. Is it the Pulse? Is that the the, yeah. Daily the yeah. spin mm-hmm. spinoff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the Pulse. That was a, how they... a, a show about people that live in a world with superheroes yeah, yeah. and you know not the superheroes directly one, i would love that so much one of my well, favorite marvel comics
3: when i was when i was reading them was the what if not what if um the team up comics which was basically spider-man teaming up yeah. with a different a different other hero every month yeah. I, would, I would love a team up series oh, yeah. where it's just mm-hmm.
0: standalone story every time yep absolutely um, mark what were you gonna say
1: Oh, I was well. I was going to say that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to mention Team Up actually as well, um, <laughs> because those those mm. books are are exactly exactly what that is. You know, the, the times that Marvel decides that they want to count Team Up as, you know, real books or not. But uh, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's it gives everybody what they want. It's an opportunity to rotate through all the characters that they love. No actor has to put in a commitment for more than one episode. If they don't want to, you know, you, you get the opportunity to dabble a little bit and tell these smaller stories that actually build character.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. Uh, Something I would really like to see if we did a second season is uh, I really liked Layla uh, yeah. I thought she was mm-hmm. great and uh, uh, and, uh, and I would what I'm would really interested to see is you know obviously I want to see some Jake Lockley so I want to see some you know Khan Shu's avatar being used to punish more than protect the, you know the travelers of the night right. as it were right and so I would love to see Layla in her whatever it is, Red Scarab or whatever they end up calling it, Scarlet Scarab or whatever she ends up being in her as her avatar, decides she's going to keep the avatar. She's going to stay in it because now she feels so powerful and it feels so good to have that power. I would love to see her then have run-ins with Shu and Jake and realize that while when it came to, she loved Mark and there are parts about him she didn't that she didn't like. And then she met Steven and Steven was like all the things she wished Mark could be. You know, like, you know, in, in a lot of ways. Right. Like he he was knowledgeable. He was sensitive. He had a sense of humor. He wasn't, you know, as egotistical. But, you know, she realized that they were two halves of the man she loved is what it sure felt like to me. Right. But I feel like Jake Lockley is someone she's going to fucking hate yeah. and he's irredeemable and she's going to have to realize that this is also the, the man that she was married to that she loves and how to reconcile that could be really interesting. Uh, and, or maybe she just decides that that, that she has, they have to, they figure out how to get rid of the Jake personality or something cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that could be happening there. So I think there's room for it to go. And, uh, I like all the directions that we all have just chosen. I yeah. think any, any of those would be really interesting. I'd also be okay with it just ending there, I guess. And maybe we get to see Moon Knight somewhere else. Yeah,
4: the end of the Moon Knight show, but not the end of Moon Knight.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
4: People have said, uh, started rumors about doing a a Halloween special, a single episode sure. of Halloween special yeah. with Moon Knight, that it would be uh, with uh, uh, Jack Russell. Jack Russell? The name of the werewolf in, oh. is Jack mm-hmm. Russell. Jack
0: Russell, like the dog breed, yes, is the right. werewolf's name. Yes boy marvel mm, yep. oh
4: marvel <laughs> his name is telford porter and he's a teleporter it's funny
0: <laughs> his name is mark specter and he dresses like a ghost <laughs> uh,
4: you know uh, one more thing yeah something i think would be dope to thing. see uh uh tie in some of the cool judaism stuff because uh mark Spector mark is mark jewish there's some cool stuff with his dad being a rabbi and and horrible mm. monsters that he's thought in his professional superhero some, career that tie back to that, uh, yeah, yeah. Have him, have him. The Red Skull comes back and he kicks his Nazi ass. I don't know, whatever.
0: One more thing I do <laughs> want to say is that I saw a really fucking funny tweet that uh, said that uh, uh, Moon Knight was a show about the god you <laughs> <laughs> and that his power was making every episode very boring. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't agree. I didn't agree, but I could see how, because nothing really happened for like a lot of those middle episodes. <laughs> so I could see how somebody would think that. But I, every time I hear Konshu now, I think conch And it makes me laugh really hard. So <laughs> rats off to you person on Twitter. Uh, but it's time for five questions. All and right. Mark, Mark. Mark, you have not, you were on the show like four or five months ago, but you have not answered our new five questions.
4: New five questions.
0: This Ooh. is true. And
1: I even wrote my own five questions in case
4: we needed them today.
0: Oh my gosh. This I time. don't.
1: Well, now this you
0: guy's just, so prepared. Now you can
4: just have five questions for yourself for just to sit on for the future. Yeah. Save next them because we have,
0: well, next time you're on, you, you know, we got, ask us five we got,
3: we got, we're going to have to do a Ms. Marvel episode in a couple of months. So, you know,
0: just, just truly, hang truly, on. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, question one: What is a game that you have played recently that you really enjoyed?
1: And this one's for Nick uh, Tunic. Huh.
0: Tunic. That is, is a game on Xbox, right? Like uh, yeah,
1: it's uh, Windows, PC, uh, Mac, and uh, and Xbox exclusive right now. Um, it is. Uh, I mean, I, I, Nick and I have had conversations about this offline or online, not on, um, not on air. Um, I think it's one of the most satisfying, thoughtful games that I have played in ages. I 100% of that thing. I enjoyed every second of that game. So
4: uh, I, 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 uh, I end up coming back to it, Mark. Uh, my mm-hmm. first impression of Tunic was very unfavorable. I think that's a generous way to say it. <laughs> uh, I ended up coming back to it in the accessibility settings. There is a just don't die option. Yes. And I turned that on, and I was able to enjoy the beautiful world, the really, really gorgeous story that's told without words. But I find the game incredibly fucking fr- like it's it's a it's a Zelda, Dark Souls, you know, hol- Hollow Knight. I it just just not my type of game I like to play, but the setting and the story and everything were too beautiful. I'm glad there was an option that mm-hmm. I got to enjoy that game and see what everyone loves about it.
0: I wish more games had that option because I can't play lots of games that are supposed to be amazingly sure. wonderful because if, I'm bad at video if, games.
4: If you have a game pass for PC or Xbox, it's uh, it's free on there. All right.
3: Should I do number two? All right. What science fact or discovery do you think is really fucking cool?
1: I mean space exploration, right? (laughs) Like for for real, Mm -hmm. like how do how do you get any more certainly (laughs) there are more granular things in this world that we have discovered that are fascinating, but guys, we put people on the fucking moon. That's we are not supposed to be there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's really evident when you get up there. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's, there's nothing about play that place that we are supposed to be. Yeah, sure. We've we haven't explored most of the the bottom of the ocean, but uh, we're, we're we're getting to the point where we're, we're, we'll map all that stuff out there. But guys, that's technically still here, right? Yeah. Like, there was we're yeah, gonna yeah, we we're going to we we might have accidentally gotten to that, you know, when we fuck up the land in the first place. But space, no business being up there. <laughs> and we're there and that's amazing, especially <laughs> when you consider that all of that has happened in less than 100 years.
0: Yeah, less yeah. I mean less than I mean it's been like less than 60 years. And
3: and that <laughs> they did it with a computer that's less powerful than the calculator on my phone.
1: Yeah, it was less powerful than the calculator that I had on my desk when I was in sixth grade.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And that was solar power.
0: They were putting punch cards in (laughs) it.
2: Watch watch what happens.
4: Watch what happens. I put in these punch punch cards. Look at what happens. It says boobs. (laughs) Uh, Question three uh, Where do you get your sense of right and wrong from? Because we know it isn't religion. (laughs) Uh, Punk rock. Hmm. All
1: right. Um, I mean, it's, it's, in a lot of ways it's subcultural. Like uh, my my history growing up with, with with in the punk scene and in the ska scene and things like that really did instill a lot of my ethics in there, but I don't think I would have been turned down to a lot of that without without my parents essentially being a guidepost. And I can't necessarily say that their their ethics were entirely based on religion despite the fact that they are both Catholics to at least some degree religion was not something that was necessarily forced upon us outside of holidays. They were believers, but that didn't seem to be where they found their center. And I think that passed that along to me. I don't Mm. know. Uh, It just certain things seem wrong, like hurting other folks and maybe that was cultural. Maybe that was upbringing or Maybe if you open your fucking eyes for a couple of seconds, you realize that you don't want anyone to hurt the way that you do sometimes.
0: Yeah,
3: right? That's fair. All right, question
1: number four. If you could
3: build a robot to perfectly perform one chore or task for the rest of your life, what would you
1: choose? Uh, folding and sorting my socks. <laughs>
0: that's, that's the socks? How I many socks like a, you have?
1: I have like 150 pairs of socks that are what? all
0: Mark, yeah, I work? Have a lot of fun socks. Where do you keep them all? Uh,
1: very carefully folded in a drawer that doesn't have enough room for them. Oh
0: my gosh!
1: Um, I I just I I like my fun socks. Yeah. I, I I have had a subscription to a sock delivery company for like five or six years. Now. <laughs> oh my I gosh! A new pair of socks Amazing. Every month. How
0: did I not know this about you? And we've been friends this long. It Uh,
1: takes me hours to fold my socks. I I think you should go a step further.
0: I think you should go a step further. And the robot would also, you could say to the robot, I want pizza socks. And the robot would (laughs) offer you your many varieties of pizza socks. I
1: have at least
4: three.
0: I had a feeling. (laughs) I had a feeling. Uh,
4: Question five is uh, what is a movie or TV show you think everyone should watch? Farscape.
2: Oh. Farscape.
1: Huh. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. It's it is wonky, questionable sci-fi, but I think it is delightful. Um, I think I think it's got some amazing practical effects. The puppet work in there is Jim Henson Company at its peak. Um, I you know it's just it's it's rubber aliens with Australian accents and uh, a buffoonish American lead who is just every white guy ever um, but they get into some to some fun monster of the week nonsense and they slowly thread in this this really kind of nice space operatic you know bs in a way that nobody was telling sci-fi in stories that big at that time that it came out it's it's definitely it's definitely It's a a property that lives in its moment in time, but I really do think that it's, uh, it's got a lot to, to like there, despite all of its wobbly uh, rubber edges.
4: That's the one that's, uh, yeah, like you said, puppets and it's, it's more sexy than Star Trek, but less sexy than Lex, right? It's definitely less sexy than Lex That show was gross
0: <laughs> I never said it wasn't gross I just said <laughs> Awesome Wonderful. Mark, thank you so much for joining us Being our uh, Marvel counsel of all things uh, When we get to it uh, Just so everyone knows The only reason Mark did not join us For the Doctor Strange episode Is because he hadn't seen it yet So uh, hopefully by the time this goes up He has So future Mark, I hope you liked it <laughs>
4: Um, future mark i hope you hated it
0: oh mean Suck so, eggs. Uh, if if we haven't future mark fact. i hope you were kind of eh, about it <laughs> we are like the the these like three oracles that's, that's,
4: molly's the molly's the Stephen. Uh-huh. and tim is the mark and i'm the jake I, yeah
0: <laughs> uh, if you have any thoughts on moon Knight, please share them on our facebook page uh if you want to send us your answers to our five questions send them to five questions at GeeksGod.com. if you are a patreon supporter and you put Patron in the subject line, I'll bump you to the top of the queue bump. with all the other patrons. Of right now, there are none. Uh, if you include your address, we'll send you a sticker. Uh, even if you live in other countries. Ooh. Whoa. And I will mail those out eventually. People in other countries who were so kind and, and send us your answers. I'm working on it. I'm in a play. It's been a whole thing. Uh, thank <laughs> you so much for listening. As always, we really appreciate each and every one of you yes you you listening right now i'm talking about you Aww. and we'll see you next tuesday bye. Bye. bye
3: i wonder what kind of podcast our alternate personalities would record
2: we're geeks we're geeks we're geeks without god we're geeks we're geeks, we're geeks without god we don't recognize moral authority we don't accept divine superiority we Geeks without God. Need more geeks without God? Go to our website, read our blog
0: posts, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God.
2: Social media. We're geeks, we're geeks, we are geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks, geeks with geeks, geeks We're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks
0: without God. I wish it had been more religious. At least it's, it would have been more interesting. It's more-